0: Welcome back everybody to another episode of the rack runners podcast. This podcast is everything about how we can buy things uh, From garage sales thrift stores Uh, estate sales auctions you name it wherever we can find cheap stuff and flip it That's where we, where we go. Uh, we sell it back on ebay and or amazon It has been a while since I have done a podcast so if I kind of mumble my words or uh, you know, just kind of get stumped a little bit. It's cause I'm not back into the groove of things yet. Um, I had a pretty tough two weeks, uh, here in North Carolina, we had the hurricane Florence that came through, uh, we kind of had to leave, uh, but I made the best of the situation. And actually me and my girlfriend, uh, took my new truck on a road trip, road trip. And we actually, uh, went thrifting throughout the state of North Carolina. We were going to leave the state, but it ended up not being too bad. Um, once we got a little bit of away from it. Um, so that's what we did. And uh, now I'm back to my regular uh, nine to five um, on eBay, not during not a, not a regular nine to five, but a nine to five nonetheless. And I'm going to be starting making podcasts again here. Um, I actually have a new schedule, and I'm going to be making a podcast every day. Um, and or releasing one every single day. So please stay tuned. Please like this. If you haven't went to my Instagram channel yet, please do so as well. Um, that's at, at rackrunners, uh, R-A-C-K underscore runners. Um, right there in that Instagram uh, page, what you'll see is you'll see kind of a condensed version um, of everything that I do. You'll actually see a picture of us or my girlfriend in the back of my truck um, with all the bags that we thrifted on the um, Hurricane Florence adventure. And if uh, you don't see some lifestyle stuff and uh, some business stuff, so please go like that again at rackrunners, R-A-C-K underscore runners. And I promise you, you will not be uh, disappointed that you did. So today is a really cool uh, podcast. I wanted to, I've always wanted to do this podcast, but I just never knew how to frame it. Um, today's podcast is how I run my store, and what my secrets are on running my store. Um, So I do pretty well on eBay. I just started doing Amazon flipping books, and uh, that is taking off as well. So today is mainly focused towards eBay um, and how I buy, sell, and the analytics of my eBay and uh, promotions and things like that. So uh, let's get started. Let's dive right into it. Um, so first, I want to start off with buying. What do I buy and how do I know what to buy and where do I source my products from? Um, so I source my products from a lot of different areas. Uh, I go to thrift stores, um, Goodwell's Salvation Armies, and any other local uh, thrift store that you have. Sometimes the local thrift stores are actually better. Um, I know, of, not a lot of people probably know, but Hospice has their own uh, thrift store. It's extremely cheap. I went there this weekend. I got a lot of printer ink and hopefully I can do good with that. So thrift stores. I also go to garage sales when it is garage sales season. That's another really good way to find some really cheap items to sell. Um, I also go to book sales. Uh, I told you I uh, sell books on Amazon. So I do go to book sales as well. Um, I have a funny story that I might put into this episode, um, just in a little bit about a book sw- book sale I went to. Um, still getting the back back in the hang of things here. A uh, book sale that I went to this past weekend that I actually picked up other things rather than just books. Very weird, but I'll tell you that about that probably in a little bit. I also go to some auctions. Um, I don't uh, live or die by auctions. They're just something that I like to go to. So if I can, then I will. If I can't, then I don't. It's just that simple. Um, so every weekend, I usually go out um, probably Thursday through Saturday. So Thursday, I ended up I end up going to Raleigh or to Greensboro, North Carolina. Those two areas are really very good for thrifting. Um, and while I'm there, hopefully there's a book sale or something else. I do some garage sales. Uh, once garage sale season stops, I'll probably be hitting up Ross, TJ Maxx, and things like that. Um, on that Thursday through Saturday, I usually spend around 200 to $350 on inventory. Uh, this is just a ballpark estimate. Some weekends it's better. Some weekends, it's not. Some weekends, I spend more money on certain items. Like this past weekend, I paid $65 for one item. um, But that it was a Harley-Davidson, brand new Harley-Davidson, which is going to make me some money. So it all is a ballpark estimate. But that's usually what I stick uh, in between. And that does account for gas. So I guess that's just not on inventory alone. But gas is factored usually into that as well. Um, I usually, with 250 to $300, I usually pick up around um, 65 to 75 products that I usually hand over to uh, my photographer. Um, I keep a ledger of that, so that's how, my, how much I know or how I know how many products I get usually. Um, and I the average buy price for each product is usually around3 dollars and50 cents. Again, these are all ball, ballpark estimates because sometimes like I said, I do pay higher for some items that I can make more money on. But how do I know what to buy and what do I look out for to buy? I'm, I'm not going to give you any brands here. That's something that you're going to do some investigation on. I do have a couple episodes earlier. I do talk about shoe brands. Um, I will be talking about clothing brands coming up here in the near future. So stick out or stay tuned for that. And if you want to learn about shoes, go back to episode, I think two and three and four. Um, but what do I look for as far as pricing goes? Um, anything under $70, I usually try making four times my money back. Um, of course, once I get closer to that $70, if I only can make, um, triple my money back, that is totally fine. Sometimes if it's a good enough product, if I can double my money, I will do that as well. Um, but if it's like a $20 item, uh, or a $20 item, I want to buy it for no more than $5, um, at the max, usually right around four to give myself a little bit of a more cushion room for that item. Uh, cause sometimes they take longer to sell and sometimes you don't get as much money as you want for them. Um, and that's just the name of the game. Usually $20 items are kind of run of the mill items and you, they aren't too spectacular and they don't hold value that great. There's a lot of them like that out there. And so you have to account for some uh, price fluctuation. But if it is over $70 or if it's very, very close to $70, um, I usually, uh, if I can double my money, I am very happy with that. Um, like I said, I picked up a brand new Harley Davidson jacket for $65. Even if I sold that for $130, I would still be very happy. That is very low, in my opinion, since so it has a $250 price tag on it. Um, but even if I just doubled my money, I would still be very happy because that's $65 net gain. Um, and yeah, like I said, if, the, if it's over $70, uh, I, if I just double my money, then that is totally fine with me. So that's a little bit of uh, secrets on buying. Um, I do have some other secrets. I think in episode one where I stated um, garage sales and some of these thrift stores, how I kind of uh, approach them and how I kind of get over on uh, the other competitors. Thrift stores, I know when people are bringing out things. I take note of that. Garage sales, I usually ask a day or two in advance um, to ask if I can go over there before anybody else gets there. Like I'm usually on a Friday if it's on a Saturday sale or a Thursday if it's on a Friday sale. Um, And then bookstores, obviously, um, I've only went to one, but my connection I made there was very good. All right, so selling, selling. So what are my tips and tricks for selling? Uh, My first tip is I list 10 new items per day. Um, And that's just basically because that's all I can source. If I could source more, I would be listing more. If I could, if I had a person that list, uh, just listed for me, I could be outsourcing so I could source more items. There's several ways I can do this. um, But at the stage of the game that I'm in now, I just kind of have to hunker down and, uh, move, move 70 items and put 70 items on there. Um, sooner or later, I'm not going to be putting 10 items on there a day. I will probably bring it down to like six or so and just alleviate some of my time listing. Um, so I can, uh, focus on sourcing more. Um, I don't focus on the price of those 10 items. I just focus on 10 items. I want to get up that day. If all 10 items are only $100, that is totally fine with me. I would hope that I source a little bit better than that. (laughs) But if they are, then they are. Um, I just try getting uh, 10 items on there a day. I don't put all 10 items on there at one time. So what I do is I spread my listing times out. You can do this or you cannot do this. I just have played around with it. And it's way more beneficial if you do uh, post multiple times a day. I'm not too sure. I haven't tried posting like five, six times a day. That might work. I could, if I posted one item every hour of the day, who knows that might work. That's something that you guys can experiment with. Um, But for me, I don't feel like doing that. So what I do is I list five items at noon. So in the mid part of the day, when I think some people are hopping on eBay um, or browsing through eBay, and then five items around six or seven o'clock when people are kind of home, or on their way home, or kind of finish finishing up their workday, and I think that they're going to be most active on eBay um, from that point forward throughout the night. Sometimes I do post later at night, and I see really good sales. I just like to try capitalizing on the five or the six to seven t- o'clock time frame. Um, but I do get a lot of offers overnight, so maybe I should switch it up. Who knows? That's something that you guys can play around with. Again, this is not something that is set in stone for me. Um, if I had 15 items, I would post three times a day. Or if I had, you know, uh, 20 items, I'd post four times a day, or I could even post, you know, six times a day. It's completely up to whatever you guys want to do. Um, but I do know that posting more times a day is uh, beneficial, um, to your eBay. Uh, it, uh, eBay awards, rewards you for being more active on their site, which they should. If you think about it from their perspective, they should do that. Um, instead of putting people's listings above yours that never really post, they post one item on there a month and you post every single day. That's not truly fair. And honestly, it doesn't make good business sense for eBay. Um, they want to get you to sell your items as well. So stay active, and you're going to get more sales, in my opinion. All right, so that's for selling and buying. So let's go to the analytics. Or I didn't really know how to what kind of category this would be in, but uh, as far as promotions, i run promotional ads. Promotional ads have um, by far been one of the best investments I think that I have done on eBay. I do, however, I do think eBay. Um, well, as more people get, uh, on promotional ads, they will start going up to the point of a lot of people cannot afford them because I think sooner or later, they're going to be up over 10%. You're going to have to, or over 13%. You're going to have to run them to see any significant gain from them. Um, but I do run promotional ads. I run promotional ads. I, I started at 1%. I went to 2%, 3%, 4%, 5%. And uh, what I saw the best at was around seven to eight percent. So now I run it at seven point five percent. If you think about it from a business standpoint, everybody runs marketing um, uh, has, has should have a marketing expense for their business. Um, and at a business that you five times your money, you know, over five hundred percent gain you get from that, you should be able to sacrifice seven point five percent. In my opinion, you should be able to sacrifice 10% even. Um, Anything over 10% I think is a little bit crazy, but uh, you should have some marketing set into your budget there. And don't get mad about it um, because what it does is it doubles your listing when people are looking through the um, search and all the results. So basically what I think, uh, think about it as is I'm getting two listings for the price of one Yes, I'm paying pretty good money for that one listing, especially if the item is like a $300 item. But remember, if your item is in a really specific niche, you don't need to run an ad for it. So if it's a $500 item that only has three listings on there, do not run an ad because if you do, you're just wasting like $70 in my case that you could be having in your you could have in your pocket because there's only three items uh, on there, anyways. So why double your listing? All right, so a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on using Markdown Manager, running codeless ads, running uh, codeless coupon ads, running uh, just uh, plain sale with Markdown. Um, What do you do? There's like four different options now. I keep it very basic and very simple. I think having a discount on almost at all times is a beneficial thing. I used to not do this, and I kind of shoot myself in the foot for not doing it. But I think everybody should. Um, and I think that it is a very good thing if you do run a uh, promotional um, discount. Um, you also can do like buy two and you get this much off or buy this. You know, it's, it's all up to you and how you want to kind of st- uh, strategize and use that to your strategic advantage. Um, but I do use Markdown Manager. I almost have it running almost at all times um, usually between nine to ten percent, and what a lot of people do is they only they they run that nine to ten percent at all times, um, just so they can. Some people think that it's going to be ending, which it's it's a never ending thing for some people. And uh, what they do is they just mark up they uh, they mark up their items nine or ten percent, and that's what they do. So it doesn't affect them at all. It just gives the buyer a psychological. Um, disadvantage because they think that it's going to be going off sale when all reality it's not going off sale ever so those are some of the analytical type things i do want to kind of point out something as well um someone asked me the other day on instagram again go follow my instagram i'm a lot more live on instagram than i am on this podcast but this podcast will be getting a new podcast every day hopefully so um, so someone asked me about their sell-through rating. Um, sell-through rating is all dependent on your number of items you have on eBay. Um, you know, I think eBay and e-commerce in general is a 100% a numbers game. And how many times you can uh, put your item or one of your items in front of someone else just makes sense to me. And I think that's how everybody should view it. So if I have one item on there, the chances of it getting sold, um, or me selling that one item very quickly is not the case. But if I have a hundred items, chances of me selling one item a day is, you know, a hundred times greater because I have a hundred items sitting in front of someone on the screen rather than, uh, or hopefully if you optimize it right, rather than one, you know, they might not even be seeing it. What if that one is not even optimized, right? You'd be screwed, right? So Um, It's 100% a numbers game. What I've heard from Rally Roots, which is a really popular YouTuber, uh, YouTube channel, Ryan and Allie, um, is that they specifically look for 0.015 to 0.02. So one5 to 2% um, sell-through rate of day uh, based on your total overall inventory. Again, this is very dependent on what type of inventory you have, how good your inventory is, how good your keywords are. Are you running sales? Are you running a markdown manager? You know, there's so many factors that go into it. But if you're doing all the steps that I have listed today, I would really, really think that you're at least at 1% or over the 2%. I know sometimes I'm over 2%. When I was first starting out, I had my items listed very low for a price. So I was actually like right around like 6% sell-through rate on my total inventory a day. Sometimes I was packaging up eight items and now I'm only packaging up around eight items still, but my prices are much higher now than they were back then. Some days like yesterday, I didn't even have eight items going out, but my overall sales were two times as much as what they used to be. Sometimes four or five times as much. Um, So that is a couple little things for the analytics. So if you're doing all these strategies, um, buying, selling, and running some ads and knowing how to run ads and what ads to run and uh, kind of like what your sell-through rating is, you should have no problem on eBay. Just remember, it's a consistency game. Um, the more you post on eBay, the more that they will reward you. The more items you list, the more you will sell. Um, it's just that, that simple. Go out there and, uh, do some research. What I used to do for research is I used to, uh, type in a keyword, like let's say Armani jeans or something. I don't know why that came up first. <laughs> I don't have never even sold Armani jeans. I have no clue why I did, but anyways, um, I typed that in, I went to the, down to the filters, did sold. And, uh, I would look at what one sold the highest. And again, I've never done this for Armani jeans, Um, I did do this for dress pants, though, and I have realized that some dress pants sell much better than other ones. um, And that's all because I did some research. So go ahead and do that. Um, Don't always do trial by error. Don't always go out there and spend money for something that, you know, you think may sell and it just never sells because that sometimes is going to eat into your cost and it will discourage you as well. So do some research before you even go out there, but don't do too much to where you're getting analysis paralysis either. There's really that fine line. So I told you I wanted to tell you guys this funny story um, before we get off this. I hope you've been listening this whole time. If so, you're going to understand something I just learned this past weekend at a book sale. Again, I sell books on Amazon, but this is going to relate to eBay. So don't freak out. Um, so I went to this, uh, the sale, right. And I got talking to this guy, we worked out deals anyways, and he ended up realizing I sold on eBay as well. He asked me what I sold on eBay. I said, a lot of shoes, some clothes, um, but mostly shoes and electronics. And he said, well, I, you know, after three hours of talking to this guy, he said, I have a whole bin full of shoes in the back. They sometimes sell or, uh, if I can talk here, they sometimes, uh, ship, Shoes in with the books that we get. So I said, okay, well, let's take a look. You know, I didn't think anything was going to be back there. I went back there, browsed a little bit. Uh, some of them were very nasty, uh, but some of them actually were pretty good. I found a pair of Birkenstocks. Um, if you know anything about shoes or any, women's sandals, those are top of the line. And also, I found a pair of Morell's uh, sandals as well and a pair of Mardi Grasville. Um, sandals as well. Mardi Grasville sandals, not too good. Probably get about $10 out of them, but I only paid a dollar for them. And also I found two brand new pair of Laredo boots. Um, again, not the best boots in the world. They're Laredo tassel boots, but they're brand new with the tags. Um, so I can get about 40, $50 a piece out of those and the Birkenstocks. I can probably get a right around 70, 60, $70. I've sold them many times before. These ones are a little bit more unique. Um, and I found some morel sandals, which I've sold the exact same kind again for right around like $25. So just because you're going to one place don't only think that they have one thing, make some connections and, uh, who knew I was going to go into the warehouse and find some shoes in the back of a book store or book sale place. No one would have ever thought I definitely didn't. Hope that uh, opens your eyes. Hopefully this whole podcast makes you realize you can do it on eBay. You can do it on Amazon. Whatever way, uh, there's thousands of ways to skin the cat. Um, Just go ahead and dig deep and keep pushing towards your goal. So hopefully I'll see you guys next time. Thank you all. And please go follow my Instagram. It gives me a lot of encouragement. And please like this or give it a five star if you are are on iTunes. Um, It really helps in the search ranking and in the results. So if you want to see more of me, um, go ahead and like this, subscribe and give me a five-star rating. Again, go follow my Instagram, a lot of free stuff on there. I want everything to be free. I want everybody to have no excuses um, to not be successful. So again, see you guys later and uh, see you guys next time.